Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Do you want to become insanely successful? Do you want to be the go-to guru in your industry? Do you want to be talked about for all the right reasons? For over 40 years, Kevin Harrington has helped people just like you become significant influencers. Now he's broken the process down in the key person of influence roadmap, and it's yours for free. Just text KPI to him at 727-888-2100. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free step-by-step guide. Text KPI to 727-888-2100 to get the recognition you deserve and experience the success as the go-to voice everyone listens to in your industry today. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green, joined as always by the inventor of the infomercial and the original shark on the hit TV show, Shark Tank, Kevin Harrington. Kevin, thanks so much for being here. Seth, great to be here. Looking forward to a great uh, segment today. That's right. Today we are interviewing Tim Vogel, the founder and CEO of ScentHound, a new franchise that is disrupting the pet care industry. Tim, thanks so much for joining us. Great, Seth. Thanks for having us, guys. Okay, for those of our folks uh, who don't know, tell us a little bit about what ScentHound is. So uh, ScentHound is a wellness-focused, membership-based dog grooming business. And, And the name actually says it all. It's an acronym. Scent is an acronym for skin, coat, ears, nails, and teeth, the five core areas that all dogs need care. So think, think of it like Massage Envy membership style meets Jiffy Lube, quick and easy, out, fast out the door, uh, meets dog grooming. So that's really what we are. And you, this is a physical location. They come to you? Yes, exactly. So we've got retail locations. All of them are located in grocery store anchored shopping centers, small, small footprint, about a thousand square feet. Monthly membership, 25 bucks. You come in once a month, get a bath. We'll do the ears, the nails, and the teeth. Or for 45 bucks a month, we'll do all of that unlimited. And how about weekly? If somebody wants to come every week, you have we a do it, We do it daily. So if you're unlimited for 45 bucks a month, you can come in every single day and get a bath, ears, oh, nails, wait. and teeth for your dog. $45 unlimited every single day? Unlimited. Oh you can come every but day. No, but nobody to. comes in every day. It just sounds good. Yes, it sounds great. But we do have a, a whole lot of weeklies. People who have dogs sleep in their bed. Uh, we're, our, our, our location here, where I'm from, is uh, Jupiter, Florida, which is right by the beach. So a lot of people take their dog to the beach, come by, get their dog washed, go home. Nice. Jupiter's nice. Yeah. I'm in St. Pete, not too far from you. All right, just the other so side. How, how many locations do you have currently? So we've got four corporate locations. All of those really are experiments in us building this franchise model and getting the systems and processes so that this is scalable. Yeah. Uh, 2018, we spent the year really building the, the franchise infrastructure, all of you know documentation around that, the training, all that stuff. Uh, and then this year, we've started our franchise development, and uh, we've sold our first six franchises so far. Right. Good. And on the corporately owned store, let's talk about the numbers a little bit, average sales, average profit, things like that, that would get someone excited to want to be a scent hound owner. 
Well, so the first thing I'd say is that we've got something called an item 19 uh, in right, the franchise disclosure, disclosure document. Yep. Yeah, and, and we, do, we do actually disclose all of the unit uh, economics. Uh, I'll give you our Jupiter location. It's the one that we've experimented on the least and uh, it's closest to home, so it gets the most attention. Uh, but we did roughly 520,000 in total revenue last year uh, with a, a 38% net profit, so 202,000 net profit on that. Uh, the great thing about this is with our model is basically when you unlock the door in the morning, all your expenses are paid for. And then when you add on brush out and blow dries or haircuts, that could all be profit. So with the continuity, then obviously you've got X, all you need is X number of members to, as you said, cover the nut. And then everything from there is gravy. And every month it just keeps getting bigger and bigger because it's a continuity based system. Correct. Yeah. So really, really loving and taking care of your customers so that they stay with you. So we really monitor one of the things we really monitor is churn. So conversion rate, how many are we getting in? What's that churn look like? Make sure that we're taking uh, taking exceptional care of those customers. And then really around the scent education, you know, what do you need for your skin coat, ears, nails, teeth for your dog to stay healthy? And then we offer services to, to support that. So brush out in a blow dry, a haircut, and then products around solving problems like ear infections or dental yeah. disease or stuff like that. Hey, if nothing other than full disclosure, um, I am involved in the franchising company um, that is a, a pet um, washing franchise, but it's, it's mobile. And, yeah. um, and so it's, it's got a big blue dog. It's called Hydra it. Dog. Have you seen I it? I know it. Yes. Okay. So uh, I'm just, I'm, in my mind, I'm thinking you may be, could be doing mobile stuff and they could be doing, maybe there's some kind of a combination here of, of efforts that might make some sense. Well, so, so a really interesting story is I started this business as a mobile pet grooming business with, okay. with, with the illusion of franchising it. And okay. once, I, once I got into it, I realized I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And I didn't know much about grooming. And um, so, so over the next 12 years, um, I started to figure out how to create scalability in the model that we didn't have scalability. With right. that being said, I still own a mobile business. We've got a fleet of vehicles that serve the Jupiter uh, area and Palm Beach County area. Right. Um, and I actually see that as a franchise number two, because once you build the retail location and we take care of kind of the training and staffing, you will have developed enough people uh, with a skill set that's necessary really to be able to talk to a customer, groom a dog and drive a van. Yeah. Um, that, that could be a, an add on service so that, you know, it's kind of a second franchise. So, Right. I, w that, I would pay extra if for some of the times that I didn't have time to drive out to you, you yes. would come to me. Yeah. So the reality is our Jupiter location actually does over a million because the other half of it's mobile and we run mobile out of there as well. So right. it's funny because my one, one of my partners in this franchising venture is the guy that did um, uh, oh, the, the massage envy. Um, uh -huh. yeah. so he, 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 he created a 2000, unit franchise system with yes. massage envy and yeah. and when you mention you're like massages for dogs you know it, i i have a subscription model at an at a massage place myself and i yeah. get so many you know you get a big discount and all of that it's 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 a great model it's worked well and obviously you're having some great success so um what how many what what's the the, the path from here on your franchise company a state you know, are, are you going after certain states or what, what's the next step? 
Yeah, so I would say I'd say kind of one thing just kind of talking about the space that we're in, something I think that's really interesting about the grooming space, and you probably know this with your your mobile business, but um, if you looked at the top 10 breeds owned in the U.S., only two of them need a haircut, but all dogs need care. And so our model, we really pivoted towards that white space, which is that 80% of dogs owned in this country that don't need a haircut, but need care. And so we made it fast, easy, and affordable for those those pet parents to be able to get the bath ears, nails, and teeth. They could actually drop their dog off, go to the grocery store, and in 15 to 20 minutes, pick their dog up all ready to go, all clean, ears, nails, and teeth done. And so the vision really is about scaling this thing. And we do see us being kind of like a massage envy around the, the model. Uh, and we do see us being a national business with potentially 2,000 locations. For right now, uh, this year, our goal is to get to 10. We're at six so far. Next year, our goal is to, to do 30 and the following year, 60. So we're really on this race to get to 100 as fast as possible because I really see that as our, our danger point. Once we get to 100, at least the calculations that we've done, the royalty streams coming in now sustains the foundation. Gotcha. And so, so uh, 100 in the next three years, then we really can then tilt ourselves towards more rapid scaling with multi-units and all that kind of stuff. Great. And then is the plan, hypothetically, after you hit 100 and you're talking about people with multi-unit franchises and, multi- and, and securing uh, different ones at once, does it then become, do you just say, say, okay, we want to go from 100 to 1,000, 100 to 2,000? Do you look at an exit strategy where you get acquired um, by some national pet chain or something like that? Yeah, so I see, I see kind of stage one scaling this business, stage two launching brand number two, which I think will probably be mobile, and we're already starting to work on the nuts and bolts of that. Quite honestly, I've owned the mobile business 14 years. I know it probably better than most. Um, so, and then... And then stage three, I really think the business that we're getting into is, is it, I think ultimately, and this might sound a little odd, but I, I ultimately think we're a technology company. And if you can envision a thousand of these units collecting data, because we do something called a scent check, we evaluate your dog every time they come in on skin, coat, ears, nails, and teeth. Capturing all of that data and having this relationship with the dog parents, I think the power is really in the data that we're capturing and, and how we're managing that data. So that, that, that's really, I think, the, the, the real business behind the business. Hmm. And so when you talk about data, are you, are you talking about like medical kinds of things or what, what, what are the data points that are valuable in your world? Well, so I think there, it, it depends on who, who you're talking to. Is it a manufacturer? Is it a food supplier? Is it a vet? But we can capture data that's relevant to all of those people. Because if we're coming in and we're actually doing an evaluation of your dog on skin, coat, ears, nails, so we, we rate them on a one to five scale on each of those metrics. Capturing that data and how that improves with care or improves with products that we give them. Um, we can capture data on frequency of the visit, what types of breeds are coming in, what kind of uh, solutions work best on what gotcha. types of breeds they're mm. on, you know, insurance companies, uh, genetic testing combined with nutraceuticals. There's kind of unlimited directions gotcha. that we can go once we have that data. Yeah. Gotcha. Fantastic. Do you do any of the DNA type things for pets? No. So we don't currently right now, but that's one of the, one of the things that's in our development pipeline. Gotcha. Yeah. We would outsource it, obviously, but yeah, what, yeah. How, how would that look and, and, and what, what would the appetite of our customers be around that? And how can we correlate that with what kind of nutrients and stuff that they're taking? Super. 
And then for the path to 100, how are you growing those franchisees? How are you finding them? How are they finding you? How are you acquiring those folks who want to start locations? Talk a yeah, little bit so about that, the marketing. Yeah, so that, that's, that's really what we're learning right now. So, you know, the, the development of the business, the processes and the systems, finding simplicity on their side of complexity, that's really what I spent the last 10 years doing. Now, the last two years, I'm really figuring out what the heck's franchising and, and how do you generate a lead? How do you move a lead through a pipeline? Um, and then how do you get them up and, up and running? So, uh, yeah, so what we've been really been doing is figuring out how to do lead generation effectively. And so we've been doing things like communicating with our customer base and our members and our staff, and that's generating interest. Next level is kind of really through social media platforms, PPC, SEO, really just uh, targeting specific audiences and specific regions uh, to start a conversation with them and then get them interested in what we're doing. Uh, there's, uh, there's, a, there's a bunch of trade shows and events that we've been attending from franchise shows to kind of dog related shows, vet related shows, and just showing up and talking about kind of who we are and what we do. Um, and then things that we're, we're, we're starting to think about is specific channels, like the vet channel. I think there's a virtuous cycle that could potentially happen there. You know, a vet's got a, a list of customers already. They could then um, start up a scenthound advertising to those uh, existing customers to get them on a regular preventive maintenance and also get new customers in for that preventive maintenance, which then feeds back to the vet when we identify problems. So there's channels like, and I think we're looking at maybe direct mail kind of stuff with that channel. Uh, and, and, you know, you, something you and I even talked about is the wow box, which I thought was a really great idea as a way to kind of um, uh, explore that, explore that channel. And there's a handful of channels that we're looking at like that. So that's kind of where we're at right now. What I love about your franchise model, it's a fairly, reasonable cost to get into a Sandham franchise, I assume, right? I mean, yeah. it's as entrepreneurs go, you can buy a restaurant franchise and spend millions here. Yeah. You can, you know, I mean, what's the average investment? So the average investment around, it's, and this includes the franchise fee around 250, all said and done up and running. That includes marketing right. equipment, build out staffing, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Not, not a, not a bad investment for the opportunity, the upside that's, that's present. I mean, you're doing a yeah. million dollars. You said, out of your Naples uh, or Jupiter location, obviously more than just bringing them in. But the opportunity here is great for someone that's got, wants to own their own business, make a modest investment and loves dogs, uh, et cetera, right? Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. And that's why we think we can scale it because I think there's a sweet spot there in the franchising world around what does it cost to get into this? It's a pretty low barrier. And, and what's that return on your investment over the 10 year agreement? Right. Good. Yeah. Well, with all the success you've achieved, um, you're doing amazing work and you're helping, helping people's furry friends. Um, yes. What's your biggest challenge now? So I think um, right now the things that we're engaged in is really trying to figure out how to get quality leads for the lowest cost. And so that's something we're still really, really starting, really, really still trying to perfect. And I think we're a ways away from really having our arms around that. Um, you know, I think we spend a lot of time moving people through the pipeline that just shouldn't be moved through the pipeline, which takes time and energy. So really identifying the right people and getting them on board. The second thing that I'm really uh, doing now is, is building our varsity team. And so bringing on the A players and, um, you know, like with any business, staffing is your number one challenge. So really identifying 
getting the and, and getting those those varsity players excited about what we're doing and building that team. Awesome for our folks who are interested in learning more about Scent Hound and how they can be a part of it. Where is the best place for us to send them? So I'd send them to our website, which is Scent Hound Franchise, ScentHoundFranchise dot com, um, and then all of the information it actually walks you through the entire process. And there's pl- plenty of places on there for them to get in touch with us. But we'd love to hear from people who are interested in. Um, and really, you know, getting into the business of love, which we believe, you know, uh, we remove barriers so people can love and connect with their dogs every day. So we really believe we're helping people practice love. And, um, you know, I think this is one of those businesses that has legs, uh, and I'd say four of them. <laughs> <laughs> love the dog puns. <laughs> yeah. hey, Tim, good job, I had man. to, sorry. Great to meet you. I'll, I may be back in touch on some ideas that I have, but thanks for, love it. for being with us today. Yeah, no, thanks so much for the time, guys. All right, Appreciate cool. it. Thanks, Thank everybody. Great show. Take care. See you. Bye. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727 727- 888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.